Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Does it get any better than Chicago food? From longtime favorites to newly opened locations, Italian beef joints to pizza places, burritos to sushi, Chicago's very own eats celebrates a wide range of food and restaurants in the greater Chicagoland area. Hosts Kevin Powell and Michael Piff welcome you into their daily food talk in the WGN Radio break room as they discuss their latest foodie adventures, their top five lists, the latest social media arguments, interviews with chefs, and conversations with local celebs about their favorite places to eat. This is Chicago's Very Own Eats. This is another edition of Chicago's Very Own Eats. I'm Kevin Powell alongside Mike Piff, and we've got a lot to get to, Mike. First of all, uh, you just wrapped up watching The Bear. We haven't really had a chance to break down our thoughts on Season 2, um, so we're going to get to that in a minute. We'll kind of just give our thoughts on what we thought of Season 2. But They're let's... bubbling up in me right now. Yes, yes. <laughs> there's, there's a lot to talk about. And uh, let's get to the bracket, though. We're on to the final four of our Chicago's Best Beef Tournament, sponsored by Toronto Baking Company. Thank you to Toronto Baking Company. Down to the final four, and uh, I got to say, I would say at least one major upset here with Mr. Beef going down. I think uh, another one with Al's Beef going down, too. Yeah. Right? Like. And that's kind of how it's been for these like first two rounds. We saw Portillo's go down early on to Roma's, yeah. which has made its way into our final four. And Jay- Roma's is out in Cicero, correct? Yes, okay. it's in Cicero. Jay's, who has made our final four, they just beat Al's, and they are based out of Harwood Heights. Yeah, northwest side. And I, I, that was one of those places where I asked, hey, who do we need to include? There was an outpouring for yeah. Jay's. Have you, uh, have you, well, first of all, the, the final four is set. It's Jay's, Johnny's, Johnny's beat Chickies, and Bona over Mr. Beef. And, uh... So when we did the pizza bracket, it just kind of went nuts and social media and a lot of the places were pushing it on their own. Yes, correct. Which we saw with our winner out in Crystal Lake. Have you have you you follow that stuff? So do you did you notice the same kind of uh, push from some of these spots? I did. The places that have made our final four, like outside of Johnny's, which Johnny's, you know, I don't think if you've been there. You wouldn't expect them to do much on social media. But I looked over... <laughs> That's a compliment to Johnny's. <laughs> it is. It is. Very That's, stripped down, yes. old school beef spot. It is exactly a compliment. But it's funny because Mr. Beef was leading for most of the past week. And then I saw this crazy uptick for Bona. So I checked their social media and there they are, you know, promoting the heck out of our bracket. There's our logo on graphics they've made, and they, you know, that's what you got to do in this game. You know, all these beefs are delicious, yes, but it's the following and the community around these places that make it that much more fun. Romas, they've been pushing. Jays, I saw pushing as well, which is it's great. I mean that, and you're really just kind of rallying your troops. Yeah, and uh, now they can do it on threads. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Uh, Look, it's been a ton of fun. As uh, much like the pizza brackets, this uh, has been very popular on our website. A lot yep. of clicks, a lot of views. So we appreciate everyone that's participated. This will run through a week from today, correct? Yes. July thirteenth. So we're recording this on the sixth. You've got a week to vote. Final four: Jays against Romas, Johnny's against Bona Beef. 
And uh, after that, it's our championship, and which is only going to go for like five days. Okay. So we're going to make it short and sweet after that. Get should, ready, should we man. give some quick results from uh, what the early voting is looking early like? Early voting since 10 a.m. this morning. It looks like we've got Roma's leading Jays with just 55% of the vote. And uh, we have Johnny's with an early kind of... They're they're out ahead pretty good right now over Bona, but right. we know Bona's got a got a good following behind them okay. for the next next week. So get it to uh, wgnradio.com, our Facebook page, correct? Facebook page. We are posting on Twitter, and if you've been on Threads, both Kevin and I have posted. We've it. got the Threads. We've so got the Threads, guys. It's basically Twitter, but a little different, and it's <laughs> uh, it's off. To, Threads off to a hot start. Yes, I, I think it is. I saw 10 million people have already joined it. So. I've seen 30 million. 30 million. Okay. Yeah. yeah 10 million crazy. was as of early this morning. Yeah. So um, we'll see how that shakes out. All right. So that's the latest on our beef bracket. Again, sponsored by Toronto Baking Company. Let's get to um, actually, I want to start with this. Your thoughts, because you watch a lot of TV, you're, you're up to date on a lot of yep. series. Uh, you know, I, I don't watch a ton. I try to stick to one show and then find another one. And um, one thing I love that HBO does, because White Lotus is, you know, one of the best series I've seen over the past few years. Terrific Succession. Yep. They do the Sunday night release. Mm-hmm. And the bear hasn't done that. They They dump it all out, and you can binge it as fast as you want. And... I like the once a week release, kind of old school, like yep. what we used to, like appointment viewing. And then it gave you a week to talk about it and break it down. So here we are now. I'm sure many have already binged it or finished it. Um, I know it only took us like three sittings to get through the entire series because they are shorter episodes. But what were your overall thoughts on The Bear Season 2? Well, it's funny you mentioned the dumping it all in one week. And, you know, Amy and I, we, we've got a baby we're dealing with. So we only get a couple of chances to watch this. And I felt behind after not having watched 10 episodes in, in a week span. But it is some of the best TV out there right now. Not just because, and we're not saying this probably just because it takes place in Chicago, but it's some of the best writing. The acting is superb. And you'll find as you make your way through season two that the cast just gets crazier and crazier. Um, the shooting is incredible. And you can also tell that the people behind this show really care, one, about Chicago, and two, about restaurants in chicago yeah um the store uh brother and sister chris uh chris and courtney chris is the creator courtney is the uh kind of the producer behind all the culinary stuff she a lot of this is based on her experiences in restaurants which which i find really interesting yeah i will say that uh one one of the reasons i love this season so much was because they really focused on each character and developing yes. the character, and it gave you it definitely. There's one episode, episode six, that was one of the great TV episodes I've watched in a long time. I won't get into too many details if you haven't watched it already, but it really, I think, that's the episode that really takes a deep, long look into why this family is the way they are. Yeah, and like you know, all first season, there's so much screaming and yelling, and at times it could be even a bit much with with cousin Richie, right, who was very vocal and yelling, and at times funny, at times you're it was exhausting. But you see a lot of character development out of him, and I think sometimes, uh, like in Succession, I always said I loved that show and I hated it because the characters stayed the same for the most part. They were just these, you know, um, just tiring characters yeah. and they never really seemed to move on and they were just 
bad people from the start to finish. And this episode really took a dive into each character. And you saw development, like some characters that were a bit exhausting, a bit uh, loud and angry in season one. There's a moment in season two where you're like, oh, he's this person has turned into a different person, right? And, and maybe and, there was a reason why they were they And you totally the get it, were. right. right. They, they finally yeah. kind of created. And I will say, as you mentioned, I think you and I talked about this after season one, that we wanted, I wanted more food porn in season two. I mm-hmm. wanted deep dive. I wanted close-up looks. I wanted them to get in the, the nitty-gritty of all of the food that we absolutely love in Chicago. And I think they did that in season two. I mean, there's an episode where Sid basically goes on her own culinary adventure throughout the city of Chicago and hits a ton of spots, including there's a Pequod's drop in there. Um what else did we see? Uh, we have, Margie's Candies, yep. Giants, uh, Avec, Public and Quality Meats, all of the major heavy hitters, um, and then Ever, which is a you know a, a Michelin restaurant, which they titled Forks, but it was shot at that location in the West Loop. So I think they did a great job of showing off the food, which I think that's a huge part of the reason a lot of us love the show is yep. because of because of the food component to it. It started with beefs and they kind of moved on to these Michelin star, big time swanky spots, but then they also will mix in a Pequot, something like that. So I think uh, overall, I thought it was one of the better seasons of TV I've watched in a long time. I think they really were careful with this season in incorporating Chicago in a perfect way, the characters developing and uh, there was a super dog moment, just really. Oh, very I need brief. to get into that moment real quick. <laughs> and it's not a spoiler, really, but we'll just say there's a party that happens on the north side. And at this party is a table that's lined with the boxes of super dog. Mm-hmm. And it's like. I need to get to know that guy in real life yeah. who's able to buy all of Superdog for a day and lay it all out at my party. That was that was a baller move. There, that also that moment though, I was, I was like the type of party that they're visiting. Well, I don't know I, why they're having that party I'm like, at that age. <laughs> well, there's that. I also am like, okay, what age are they? Is Carmi supposed to be here? Um, but I'm like, yeah, do people really get Superdog? You know, I don't know about that. But it was cool to see Superdog highlighted. I think they did a really great job of of finding ways to incorporate a lot of our great spots in Chicago. I would like to, that episode you're talking about with Sid, and I think it's episode two, no spoilers here, but it is actually a love letter to Chicago's restaurant scene where they go through restaurants that aren't with us anymore. I didn't even know Schoolyard closed over in Lincoln Park, but they give that a shot. They're going through places like, uh, it's Cosima, right? Yep. That those uh, the two people behind Cosima just won James Beard Awards, yeah. and they're also the ones that helped uh, this show put together the menu that you will see at the end of the season in the restaurant, which is really, really cool. Um, but man, the B-roll of these places, you got to yeah. get that B-roll. I loved it. You got to get the B-roll. And uh, <laughs> that episode where Sid goes on that, uh, you know, her own little foodie tour. Did you try to figure out how you could do that in a day? So I was like, all right, this is kind of a Hollywood, it might have been more of like a few day thing. There's no, <laughs> there was no way she's hitting the amount of, anybody's hitting the amount of spots she hit in one single day. Whatever. It was fine. It was a sequence shot of, of all the great spots. But also, you know, she was a little upset because she was supposed to be joined by someone that day to yep. go, and that person bailed on her and then the person told her, just go out and eat all day and she's all like mad and upset. I'm like, 
you were just told to go around Chicago and eat your way through Chicago. I'm like, yes. lighten up a little bit. Enjoy, yes. enjoy the day of basically being told your job for the day is to go eat as much of the great food in Chicago as you can. And you're covered for it. You're like it's, for it's it. in your restaurant budget to do that. And she's meeting these chefs or talking to friends she has. And they do a really good job of just kind of giving these these faces behind the, you know, the Chicago food scene yeah. uh, a spotlight here, which is you know, an absolute blast. And that, you know, you mentioned Ever. I haven't been to Ever, no. but you have? No. Oh, so but many I mean, spots are, you it know, kept reminding me expensive. of like what I've seen from, uh, you know, Alinea almost. It had that, yeah, like, when you saw that, sure. that's how that, that feel was. Um, and I got to say, that episode has one of the best cameos ever. It's at the end. I, I'll say no more. I just got, it's so hard to not spoil things. But yeah. It's, but it, we're yeah. doing it. But, you know, we did pull up a list of a bunch of the restaurants that were featured. Yeah, Avac, Public and Quality Meats. Uh, that was the the scene where she's getting a butcher lesson from yep. uh, Rob Levitt. Um, Elski, which is in the West. There's so many restaurants in the West Loop. It's just insane. So I, I thought it was cool that they did that. I also will say, is it Maddie Madden's, Madison? Yes, Maddie Madison. Who brings up all big. the humor you need for the yeah. season. He is absolutely hysterical in season two. The role he plays... Uh, trying to do everything they can to help everybody out, kind of screws up here and there, saves the day in one of the episodes. From yep. He figures something out. Uh, he's a ton of fun, and he's a real cook himself. Yeah, I think people are surprised when they hear about that. If they haven't like seen him on social media, he's an insanely good cook. He's a, he's a uh, fun follow, too. And he was kind of a, a scene stealer in the first season. he pop up here and there. I love that he was a glue guy in this season. Oh, for sure. And they incorporated him a lot more. One, just one more thing about this season is that every episode kind of felt like its own indie movie. Yeah, which... <laughs> I agree. Well, it was true. I mean, that's the point. Yeah. Like, there was a handful of episodes where a uh, few characters, the main focus was just them. And yes. there was, of course, the, what was going on in Chicago, but a few of them go out on these... Uh, week-long lessons, I would say. Yeah. And to some spots and kind of to um, work on their craft for a week, which mm-hmm. I thought was very cool. And it kind of broke things up a little bit from just people yelling inside a old Italian <laughs> beef shop. Uh, I, I thought it was fantastic. And I wonder how much... Uh, like, is it just us Chicagoans who appreciate this as much as we do, or do you think it's gotten a, a, a national audience as, as much? Probably not not as much here in Chicago, but... It's really interesting you say that, because before the season started, even the New York Times was getting into the whole, like, okay, bear season two time, here's how to make an Italian beef. Although that photo looked terrible. Uh, I don't know why you're putting parsley on a, an Italian beef, but still, like... <laughs> If the New York Times is feeling the need to get some SEO off of it, I have to think across board. And I, I, I would be so interested to reach out to friends and like, hey, you know, you're not from here, but did you feel like you didn't have to be from here to get it? Yeah, to like uh, to appreciate it as much as as we probably do. The music was so good too. The music was great. Have you looked out for the the like the playlists that show up on Spotify that have all the I songs? I have not. Is it out there? I'll send you one. Okay. It, oh, I. Our mornings, um, my my daughter Molly and I have been just listening to different episodes <laughs> by the music, and it's so good. It is uh, it's a great season, and I thought they nailed it in so many different ways. Um, all right, that was the latest edition of Chicago's Very Own Eats. Make sure you vote. Final four of the beef bracket runs through July 13th, so get out and vote. Our final four, again, uh, is Jay's against Roma's Bona facing Johnny's 
beef. So go to WGNRadio.com, Facebook page, look at uh, our social media pages as well, and we'll be pumping this out. So be sure to vote. We appreciate those who have already participated in the bracket. For Mike Piff, I'm Kevin Powell. This is Chicago's Very Own Eats.